Hey y'all, welcome to the Late Night Vision Show. This is episode number 27, and I'm Jason, owner of Outdoor Legacy, and as always, I've got my buddy Hans from the Hans East Texas YouTube channel. Hey Hans, what's going on tonight, bud? What is going on, Jason? Man, Man. It, is, uh, it is another show, episode 27, like you said, and we are bringing another podcast to air, and I'm excited. I'm excited about it. I am too. I think it's going to be a good one, but uh, I think that most of them are going to be good ones. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> yeah. and every once in a while, we get a good one. No. Yeah. No. Every time, it's like, man, this is going to be a hit. You uh, know. <laughs> but, I don't know about that. I, I don't know about I'll any tell you, hits. A, but uh, by the time that the people hear this, uh, election night will be over. But it's going on right now, and it's on in the TVs in the background, and it's a big night, and a lot of us are on uh, pins and needles i stress eat in times like this i'm terrible i'm surprised i don't have like a a dozen of donuts in my lap right now just (laughs) shoveling donuts in my mouth uh and the only reason i'm not is because i'm uh we're doing this podcast right now but i tell you uh just i I get so nervous about it i told my wife i was like just turn the tv off i gotta go do something outside i just can't stand it so (laughs) yeah just tell me when it's all over and the dust settles and yeah, let me know how much liberty I've lost, and uh, we'll go on down the road. But well, uh, uh, and I'm tonight. I'm sporting the brand new Outdoor Legacy uh, baseball cap, and uh, it's it it looks good. The hat looks good. Just the full under it doesn't look that good. Well, but, but the hat looks good. We can't do anything about that. We can do yeah. our best with caps and logos and <laughs> patches and t-shirts, but yeah, we can't do anything My- about the guy wearing it. My little girl, she, uh, my six-year-old, she's like, Daddy, I like it better when you wear baseball caps. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they don't see me too often without one on. Most of the time when I'm at home, I've always got one on. But she, you know, when I, when she catches me out around without without a hat on, she's like, I like it better. My my daughters <laughs> used to get, my older daughter would get mad if I didn't have a baseball hat on. She used to go to the room, grab it out of my room, and then uh, forcibly put it on my head when I was at home. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I guess that's saying something. Yeah, my, my daughter, one time I was walking out of the house with, uh, I'm either got a cap or a cowboy hat on. I walked out one day without either one, and she goes, are you going to church? <laughs> <laughs> she knows that's about the only time that I'm not going to have a cap or a hat on is right. if I'm at church, but otherwise, so, it's pretty much. Yeah, so with the uh, excitement of election night tonight and getting all that done and ready to get past all that and we can get on to back to business, uh, and also, you know, We've got some uh, some uh, good episodes coming up too. You know, we're going to be uh, reviewing here soon. We're going to be reviewing the brand new Envision Atlas, yep. uh, which is a kind of a brand new product on the market. Kind of a a newer thermal company that's kind of making some some uh, noise in the in the industry. And there's been some good uh, word about the Envision Atlas, and uh, excited to be reviewing that here pretty soon. It also uh, in, in the future, we're going to be having an interview from somebody from that company come on the show and talk about uh, really a lot of things, but really focusing in on the, the company itself. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about it. Like I said, I've been testing this and this Atlas, and uh, I know you are as well. And I've been uh, extremely impressed with this thing. I'll be honest, I've used it for uh, for so long every single night i mean i've had it for several weeks and i'm just used to it and i'm not going to want to send this thing back (laughs) i know it's a demo but uh we're probably going to make some kind of deal because one of these really needs a permanent place on top of my gun safe because it's it's really really nice 
all I get to say is you've had it long enough. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's time uh, to send that thing on over here. But I'm excited about using it. Jason's been using it for a while. I'm going to get to use it for a while. And uh, we're going to have our thoughts and review on it. There's, We're going to do like we always do. We're going to talk about what we like about it, what we think could uh, make some improvements or any changes. And we're going to give our honest assessment because that's uh, that's what we do around here. you know. And, and uh, we want to make sure that we're delivering – uh, all the correct information, all you know, with our opinions and how it would work in the field, and uh, that's really what this show's about. You know, I, speaking of that, and and I told Hans this earlier uh, today before the show started. You know, we both are honest to a fault, and I was telling him that I, I really probably made a giant business mistake. Uh, I had a guy on the phone. He may be listening to this podcast for all I know. <laughs> and I don't know, but. He was ready to make a $7,200 purchase uh, and with literally credit card in hand. He called me, knew what he wanted, and we got all the way down to it. He told me exactly what he wanted. He was a little bit confused. We got some, some model numbers mixed up, and once we got on the same page, he's ready to buy. And I'm like, I don't think that this particular handheld binocular is the one that's going to suit what you're telling me you want to do. <laughs> yeah. And... And uh, he was like, do what? And I threw him into a tailspin. And I mean, I own that particular Pulsar Helion monocular. And it's a great monocular, but not for the application that, that he's going to use it in, in my opinion. And I gave him that, that, you know, my opinion. And he was like, well, what would you buy? And so I gave him a couple other options. Uh, you know, a couple of them were a lot less expensive. And one was a little more expensive. And I said, you know, I don't know which direction you want to go, but I, I really don't think this is it. And it threw him into a tailspin. I mean, he's like, mm-hmm. man, I'm going to have to go. This is a lot of money. I'm going to have to go research, and I don't know what I'm going to do. And I was like, hey, you know, I'm not trying to, to tell you not to do this. I'm just giving you my honest opinion. And, and he ended up, you know, he said, you know, I'm going to go look these things up. I'm going to do some more research, and, and we'll go from there. And, um, you know, I plan on talking to him again maybe tomorrow or the next day, mm-hmm. and hopefully we'll get something done. But I, I told Hans, I said, you know, if this was all about, you know, sales and making money, <laughs> I'd have taken that guy's credit card number and been right on down the road to the next one. Right. But I, I just, I can't in good conscience, if I know that this is not going to do what you need, I want to at least mm-hmm. tell you. At the end of the day, it's your money and it's your choice. But in good conscience, uh, I think, you know, I don't think, I know I've got to be honest about it. And that's what we try to do on this show is just, yep. you know, give our well, honest opinion, good or bad. So you heard it right from the horse's mouth. If you want to be talked out of buying something, please call Jason at Outdoor Legacy Gear. <laughs> if you want to be talked no. into buying something, call my wife. She doesn't know yeah, anything exactly. about it, but I guarantee you, she's going to point you to the most expensive stuff. Don't worry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, well, it, yeah, exactly. If you're interested in buying uh, or, or talking about the night vision gear, if you're interested in buying something or looking at specific models, give Jason a call at Outdoor Legacy Gear. It's uh, 877-350-1818. And also, as always, please uh, go on and subscribe to the Late Night Vision Show on YouTube, as well as on Instagram and Facebook. All you got to do is search the Late Night Vision Show and you'll find us there. Uh, Also, you can subscribe to me on uh, YouTube at H-A-N-S-E-T-X. I almost forgot how to spell it there for a second. Yeah, wow. That's, That's Hans E-T-X. And also the same on Instagram. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and give you yours because I feel like I'm on a roll right now. And You're I'm, on a roll. Go with it. <laughs> uh, go uh, and, and subscribe to uh, uh, Outdoor Legacy Gear on YouTube uh, as well as on Instagram and Facebook. All you got to do is search Outdoor Legacy Gear and you'll find all of us. 
please subscribe. Thank you for following. Thank you for watching and listening to these shows. But with all that being said, we're going to get into tonight's topic. And tonight we're going to focus on, you know, we talk about a lot of different things, a lot of different thermals. Some of this stuff, just plain and simple, ain't cheap. And it's not cheap for a reason. We, you know, the, we talk about good quality products that work well, that perform well out in the field. But we also want to share some information with some people that are, you know, that we get contact from that said, hey, I love thermal, just can't afford it right now. Are there some other better options? So tonight we're going to focus on the best night vision uh, uh, handheld units under $1,000. And that's what's going to be the focus of the show today. We're going to run through a few of them. We're going to highlight one that both Jason and I uh, use and like. And uh, Jason, why don't you tell them about a, a couple of uh, uh, some of the ones on that list? Well, Hans, that's a that's a great introduction. You were on a roll there. Yeah, when I get on a roll, I just, just, just got to go with it. it. I can't just stop. Just go with it. Don't <laughs> stop. I am going to make one minor correction. And oh, uh, no, no, no. It, this is good. You're good there. <laughs> this is going to be... Um, the the best night vision and thermal handhelds oh. under $1, so we had $1. one make the list huh yeah we had two we had two i don't nice. well i don't well you're going to find out if they're the best or not but they're uh, they're under a thousand dollars so all right, all right i'm going to just start down this list and this uh i did not put this in a particular order um you know i think that that these optics that are on here all have their applications uh, some are uh, better than others at different things. And so I don't want to get into a whole bunch of deep details on each one. Uh, I'm just going to kind of go down it, throw out a little bit of info, maybe a, a couple opinions on them. And, uh, you know, Hans is going to chime in anytime he's got something to say about one of them. But we're going to basically get down to the one that, that we think is the best. So, again, yeah. under a thousand bucks. Uh, yeah. There's I know there's a lot of different options, but these are the ones that, that we've kind of narrowed down to. Um, I want to be clear. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I just want to be clear on this too. We are not talking about when we say handheld, we're not talking about rifle scopes or uh, right. any mountable scopes. Uh, this is just handheld spotting scanning units that are not meant to be used as uh, a traditional rifle scope. So just so Excellent everybody knows point. when we talked about handheld. Excellent point. That, that's exactly right. These are not weapons mountable. These are just for spotting, scanning, that sort of thing. So, all right, let's start here at the top. Uh, this one is the Pulsar Digiforce 860 VS, and this unit is $299. It is made by Pulsar. It is digital infrared night vision, and it's a great little unit. It is high quality. The exterior construction is what you would expect from Pulsar. I would say out of everything on this whole list, it is the one that when you pick it up, you're going to say, wow, this is quality. This is a really nice unit, even though it is actually probably the least expensive one here on my list uh, at $299. It is a quality unit. My complaint with the Digiforce, uh, I used to sell a lot of them. I just think there's better options now. It is uh, fits in your hand well. It's small. That's good. But the one complaint I have is that the infrared illuminator on it is a little bit weak. And I would say conservatively, you're going to max out at around 150 to 175 yards of, you know, usable, uh, you know, yardage you're going to be able to see on a black night with no moon. Obviously, you add moonlight, you add an external illuminator, you can do more, but just right out of the box, again, 150, 175 conservatively. 
and it's just not quite enough for for what I want what I think is you know a few better things on the option right now I mean on the market right now so that it is an option uh, I do think for small uh, high quality rugged throw in your pack um, I think this is the, the the choice I would make for that one but we're gonna move on down and I'm gonna talk about another one this is the ATN Bino X and y'all know that we don't talk about ATN a lot. That'll be a future episode. We'll, we'll probably, you know, address that. We've been asked a good bit about it. But the ATN Bino X I've been using for a long time. And I have to tell you, I really do like this unit. They are, uh, they appear to be binoculars. But in reality, um, it's called a biocular. And the difference in that, what that means is, instead of the difference in a binocular, is a biocular means that it has one actual um, objective lens, but two eyepieces. Mm -hmm. So instead of having two separate eyepieces, looking through two separate objective lenses, it's just one objective. And so then it's putting that image uh, digitally onto uh, both eyepieces. Again, this is going to be the same type of, uh, you know, uh, technology. It's going to be digital infrared uh, night vision. And the Bino X are about 479 And I'll tell you something, they may be a little bit cheaper than that now, but around that 479 mark, they're really cool. I mean, they do yeah, a lot yeah. of things. I mean, I, I think, you know, you, you've seen them, Hans, and, and uh, they're full color during the daylight. I really like that. I have to admit that I have used them during the daylight uh, if because they have video recording. So right. uh, there's been several times where, you know, I, I get a big buck out there in my pasture and I like, oh my gosh, I want to show people this. Well, heck, use these things because during the, during the day, they're HD, full color, uh, you know, record video, all that. They do all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, ATN is known for packing their units full of features uh, sometimes they work, um, sometimes they don't, but the main features on this are the video recording, the Wi-Fi streaming to a phone app, and, and those seem to work fine. Again, uh, it's black and white at night. But what I really like about this unit, if there's one thing that I have to say is that it has a giant, extremely bright infrared illuminator built into it, and it's a focusable illuminator, and it's huge. And I can see, I don't know how far, a lot, I mean, 400 yards, maybe, maybe, I mean, it's now yeah. when you get that far, it's hard to do much ID and you can see eyes. It's right. just the resolution's not there with digital that far. Um, but I'm very impressed. I actually keep a set of these on top of my gun safe, um, for a lot of times, again, daytime right. stuff or, if I just have something way out there at night, uh, it's maybe a buck and I can mm -hmm. see it with my thermal, but I can't see the horns. I know it's a buck chasing a doe. I want to get a better look. I will use these. So right. ATN Bino X, I think they have their place. Um, you know, again, they're big, they're bulky, they're pretty heavy. They're not going to be something you want to just throw in your pack. But again, they, they have a use. Next, we're actually going to talk about thermal. And there is some thermal that you can buy for under $1,000. Uh, there's two options here. And I want to be clear. Don't think, don't make the mistake that you think, oh, it's thermal. I can buy this and it's going to be like buying a, a $2,500, you know, right. thermal handheld mm -hmm. binocular. It's just not. It's just not there. 
Um, but it is still thermal and it, it does do what it's supposed to do to a degree. And the one I want to talk about first is the FLIR Scout TK. Uh, this unit is about $599. I believe the price is coming down on that. And I've seen some signaling from FLIR that this unit might actually be discontinued soon. Uh, I don't have any official word of that, but I believe so. Yeah. I actually quit selling this unit several years ago because of the high number of returns on it. And it's still extremely popular because of the price and it's got FLIR's name on it and people see it. And the reason that there's a high, high rate of return is because people expect too much out of it. They right. think they're going to get that $2,000 thermal out of a, a $500 unit and just not right. going to do it. Resolution is extremely poor on it. The refresh rate is poor. My personal biggest hang up with it is that it has an internal non-removable rechargeable battery. And I just, I do not want, I, I like rechargeable batteries, but right. I don't want something that I can't take the battery out of if it goes dead. Exactly. I mean, that's just, because now I'm, what do I do? Go to the camp house, go back to the truck. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, exactly. that, yeah. that didn't cut it. So uh, the resolution's terrible. Um, man, I don't know. I'm being mean now. Maybe not terrible. It's it's not good. You're you're not going to go out there and ID much. I, I just personally would say to stay away from it. I talked to a lot of people on the phone who already own these or owned them previously. It's kind of their first thermal, and they're like, that's just, man, I, I dumped it on eBay. You know, I sold it on a garage sale. It wasn't good. So uh, I would just kind of gloss over that one. That's probably going to be... Uh, that's no, not probably. That is the one that I like the least on this list. Um, next thermal is going to be one that a lot of people have heard of. I know some people won't, but it's going to be the Leupold LTO tracker. And they actually have two units now. They have the uh, HD tracker that came out this year. It retails for about $9.99, so it slipped in under the uh, the $1,000 mark by a penny or two. And then they have the regular unit that is, uh, I believe, around $5.99 to $6.99. Um, I believe there may be some, some price drop on that as well from what I've been seeing. And that's the, that's the original unit came out last year. And I've got a YouTube video review on it. I, I had so much interest in it that I wanted to do a review and, and you know, almost prevent people from buying it, to be honest with you. I do, I sell them, and I think they serve a good purpose, but I just want people to understand again what they do manage expectations the lto tracker says it in its name leopold made this to be a tracking device and it works wonderfully for that it is great for going out if you've got a dead deer a dead hog whatever kind of animal and you want to go find it in the woods uh, mm -hmm. day or night i mean but especially after dark if you've ever been on a blood trail you know you get in there you're on your hands and knees you lose the blood the, the tracker is great for that. All thermal is great for that. But at $5.99, you know, if I was a serious whitetail hunter, even if I did not do any nighttime hunting, I would absolutely own an LTO tracker. I've sold a lot of them to guys that, that hunt, um, you know, Oklahoma, Kansas, and, you know, big deer, and they want to be able to go in there and, and find that deer in the brush or in the grass, whatever, if they, you know, shoot one, especially with a bow or something. Mm -hmm. So it's great for that, but everybody wants to buy it and use it as a handheld spotting device. And 
I just, I want to manage this expectation. It is better. It is much better, in my opinion, than the, the FLIR Scout TK. But essentially, you can look out there to a couple hundred yards and see something, but you're not going to know what it is. Um, I, identifying past 75 to 100 yards is going to be impossible. Um, you're just not going to do it. You're going to see a glowing dot out there, and you're going to have yeah. no idea what it is. Even at, a lot of times, just depending on the conditions, you might not even know it at 40 or 50 yards. Yeah. So if you just want to know something is out there, it's fine for that, but it's it's just not super. And I guess the one big... Uh, hang up that I have it's nice in some ways but there's other negatives is that it has a, a small LCD screen that you look at you do not put it up to your eye so what happens is is that it casts a small amount of light back onto you it doesn't have an eye cup that you put up there you hold it out remotely in front of you and that's not great if especially if you're hunting close stuff you know if, right. if you're you know, a, a lot of people buy them are, I've had several people that, that want them for uh, bow hunting with night vision, like crossbows. And so they're getting in there close and they just want to be able to know if something's out there uh, before they turn on their night vision scope. Well, they're not really good for that because it's going to put some light back on you. It's like holding a little mini flashlight in front of your face. Well, so, I, and you've I, I seen think it. You ex yeah, I think you've explained it perfectly as far as what its function is and what it was designed to do. And it's a tracking device, like exactly what you said. It is. Uh, it's good for doing that. Uh, but you know, for doing anything else with it, the type of hunting that we do, uh, you, you know, it's probably not going to be something that you're going to want to lean to, but if you're just out there tracking, uh, dead deer, uh, at night or, or dead hogs, I hope you're not killing deer at night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're, you're finding Texas, you them at night. Yeah. You're, you're, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, finding them at night or finding a dead hog, you know, then, then it would be probably be good for that. But other than that, uh, it's not going to be good for scanning or trying to identify, uh, anything no. in that, that regard. But why don't we, uh, go ahead and tell them, uh, wh who the winner was or which one well, the winner was. The, the winner is a new optic that came out this year. And uh, I think that, that, you know, Hans knows a little bit about this one, too. He has used it uh, for a very long time. You had this thing for, shoot, I don't know, most of the year, I believe, I mean, several, yeah. several months. And if I'm not mistaken, I think he's even going to be doing a YouTube review on it soon. It is, without further ado, the Sightmark Signal 320RT. All right, now... Let me give you a few specs on this unit, and uh, I'm going to let Hans kind of give a rundown of, of what he liked and maybe didn't like about it, and then uh, you know I'll kind of come in here and chime in with my two cents on it. But the Sightmark Signal 320RT is a 4.5 power optical magnification. It does have a 2x digital zoom. It takes it up to a 9 power. So the 2 times digital zoom, it's just like the Sightmark Photon RTs where there's it's not an incremental zoom. You're not going to go to four and a half to five to five and a half to six. You're going to go four and a half to nine. It just doubles it and that's it. Uh, so you do have that. It has the 850 nanometer, nanometer infrared illuminator and without getting into a whole bunch of jazz, do not buy the 340 RT signal. Um, that's a pretty broad statement, just or pretty bold, <laughs> but, but don't, because 
it and I'm not going to explain all this here. You can go watch my Sightmark Photon RT video if you want the big explanation. It's on YouTube. But uh, the 340 has a 940 nanometer illuminator in it, and you cannot see near as far as you can with this unit. So I would definitely buy the 320. You know, I was using this thing tonight, and I've got one right here. I don't know what the, you know, actual yardage you're going to be able to see. It's a very long ways. It's over 300 yards. No question at all. I was looking. I could faintly see a corn feeder I've got that is across a creek and through some brush uh, in another little pasture that was at 350 yards, and I could see that uh, tonight. So, you know, I've got a target down there at 250. I could see well past that. So this thing's really going to reach out there. I'm just going to say 250 yards. That's a safe, safe thing to say. This unit, when you look at the front of it, you're going to look at it, and some people will actually pick it up backwards. They'll see it and see what looks like two eyepieces. Uh, it actually has one eyepiece. On the front, there are, uh, you know, two round places. One is the focusable objective lens, and the other is the infrared illuminator. Now, this RT, uh, like the Photon RTs, records video with audio. It also um, does uh, has the Stream Vision app that you can connect to it to remotely uh, view and control it via your mm -hmm. smartphone. So this thing does a lot, but I think that the biggest thing is just going to be the fact that it's got, and I didn't tell the price, it's $499. It's a reasonable price. You're going to see, you know, again, I'm going to say 250 yards, and it's just a really nice lightweight unit that takes four AA batteries. So I have bored these people enough, Hans. <laughs> Give us your review of the Signal 320RT. So not only did this uh, unit, in our opinion, win uh, the little contest, but it came in well under the $1,000 threshold. And, and I, Jason's right. I have used this unit for quite a bit, quite a long time in that I had it. And I, I'm going to tell you, Jason's exactly right as far as the ID distance uh, or looking how far you can see. 250 yards, I think, is uh, definitely doable. Uh, it's a, a, the, the picture on it. Uh, it looks great. I think the illuminator and everything, uh, like you were saying with the 320, is is perfect. And it really, I, I was really impressed with, uh, you know, pretty much everything about it. I'm I'm not a big fan of anything that starts out that high of a magnification. All right. Um, that's probably the only drawback is the 4.9 all the way up. To, you know, it jumps right up to the nine power. Uh, that's the only negative that I see in it. I'd like to see something like that, maybe uh, starting out at a you know, like a, a two and a half, maybe I would say starting out on sure. the magnification. But, you know, other than that, um, you know, it has uh, internal video recorder. Um, uh, you know, I, I just, there's not really much I can say bad about it. I'm trying well, to sit here and yeah, think about no, it. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I would say that, that for me, the, the magnification doesn't bother me much because it is a handheld unit. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I don't mind the extra magnification. The other thing is with digital, you know, an animal is not going to pop out like it does right. with thermal. So sometimes it's nice to have that little extra magnification. So I might, you know, I might disagree and say it doesn't bother me too much since it is a digital unit. You know, a lot of guys are going to look at this and they're going to say, 
um, you know, a, a guy that's into thermal is going to say, well, I don't want that. You know, I've already got thermal. Mm -hmm. Well, that's fine. Not everybody can afford thermal. Not everybody even that can afford it wants to buy it. And there's a lot of guys out there that are, they do have things like this site mark photons, uh, the ATNX sites, and they're just looking for something that, that's more affordable where they don't have to hold their rifle uh, up all night long looking through yeah. their, their scope. And this is going to be it. I mean, I just really think that the signal is, in my opinion, the, just the best all-around unit. Now, there is a time and a place that I could recommend most of the, the things on this list. But, you know, going back to, I know Hans and I beat this in the ground when we talked about the photons before, and a lot of times when we talk about other Pulsar stuff, um, you know, for those that don't know, Sightmark and Photon are sister, Sightmark and Photon, Sightmark and Pulsar are sister companies, and they have the best customer service, uh, in my opinion, just hands down. I don't even know if that's a, an opinion. I think it's a fact. Mm -hmm. And so you're buying a unit that's got a, you know, a three-year warranty. They're going to take care of you. There's anything wrong with it. And it just, it just works. I mean, it just does yep. what it's supposed to do. Uh, 500 bucks, I think, 499 is a reasonable price for what it does and as far as you can see. Um, yeah, it, it, what I really like to do with it too is uh, it does have underneath it has a screw that you could put it on a tripod mount. And so you can mount it to a tripod and, and hold it behind you and record while you're taking shots, you know, some yep. third party point of view uh, on some hunts. It, 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 you're exactly right. It's got a, a very good clean image on it. Uh, it's got a powerful illuminator. Uh, the, you know, the only difference between that and the A10 is if you look through the sight mark, um, you know, signal through the day, it is not going to be uh, anything like what you see with the the A10. It's not going to be color. You know, it's That's just right. going to be the it's going to be the gray uh, screen. But mm -hmm. you know, uh, we're we're using this stuff at night. You know, uh, majority of the time. Yeah, <laughs> for I, me, I, yeah, absolutely. I mean yeah. that the the daytime use is just a you know for for me it's just oh because it happens to be laying there. Yeah, I tell you something else too. You know, uh, and you can say what you want. Um, a lot of thermal hunters will say, you know, well, it's digital, it's infrared, I don't care anything about it. But I personally, as a deer hunter, won't be caught dead without having this. I mean, and, and Hans knows this. We were talking earlier this week. Uh, I was, I don't know what night it was, one, two, two nights ago, yeah. I had a very big buck in my pasture that uh, was, I could tell by the, watching him through thermal. I was down there looking for hogs. I could see this deer. I knew he was a buck by the way he was walking. Uh, he ended up, started chasing a doe. He gets up close enough that through the thermal, I was actually able to see the horns just faintly. And I could tell he was a huge buck. And uh, as most people know, when, when you know, whitetails are out of uh, velvet and their, har their horns are hard, you can't normally see their horns yeah. unless they're really close. And so, man, what am I doing? I'm throwing the thermal down and I'm grabbing the digital because I want to yeah. see it. And with the digital, I can count every point. And oh, it was yeah. a huge buck, you know. Mm -hmm. So it does it does have its place for a deer hunter, uh, just if nothing else for because the thermal is going to do you no good if you're out scouting, you know, bucks or whatever yeah. and seeing what's you know what bucks are chasing does or what have you in a big field at night. I mean, you can just see there's something going on, but you don't know mm -hmm. which one. So anyway, I just find that is a big help for even a deer hunter. Yep. Uh, but so, so yeah I, I would just say though uh, i don't think you're going to go wrong if you are looking for something with the signal 
Um, if you've got questions about any of these other units, um, maybe I, maybe you own one of these and you say, hey, you, you're, no, that's not fair what you said. Well, <laughs> send us an email, send us a message, you know, call us and, and let us know that. Uh, but, but if you have questions and you're looking for something like this, feel free to call me and I'll be glad to, to explain in more detail about any of the others uh, or the site mark signal. Yep. Well, uh, yeah, you heard it. You heard it here. That's our, that's our choice. Uh, the site mark signal. Like you said, if you're interested in learning more about it, you're interested in purchasing this, give Jason a call over at Outdoor Legacy. Uh, I'm going to tell you your number again, just one more time in case somebody missed it. 877-350-1818. Please check us out. Like I said, on all the socials, uh, we're on uh, YouTube, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. Uh, we'd love to connect with you. We'd love to hear from you. Please uh, also, uh, you know, definitely give us a call. Leave us a voicemail. You can do that at 903-833-4461. Our email address over here is the late night vision show at gmail.com. You can contact with, uh, us with questions. Uh, you know, a lot of times, Jason, as you know, we, we will read emails uh, from, from people uh, that contact us, and we'll read those emails on the air. At the same time, we'll play voicemails a lot of times from people that contact us, so we enjoy getting all of that. So please continue that. Please keep that coming. Uh, but as always, for Jason and I, we love having you on uh, as a guest <laughs> and uh, having you all here in our uh, uh, being able to listen to the show. But y'all take care. We'll see you next week. And uh, as always, keep making the big payments.